Shalom and aloha, and welcome <laughs> to the Man Dog Pod. It's improv and conversation with me, Dan Lippert, and my ho- my ho host. Uh oh, my God. my co host Ryan Rosenberg. Hi, Ryan. Hey, Dan. How are you? Sorry, I called you a hoe. Yeah, I feel so disrespected. <laughs> well, you should. It's not a nice thing to call people. I know. I don't know what happened. Did uh, I do something? No, it was a Freudian slip, so it's something I've felt about you for a long time that came out now because I've never been able to share it uh, openly cool. with you. Cool. Um, cool. If this is your first time listening, welcome to the show. You can always, <laughs> if you're enjoying the free show, support us on Patreon, patreon.com backslash you're the man now, dog. You'll get the audio for the show, also the video of the Zoom recording, and Probably one other scene, and I'm by probably I mean definitely one other scene. Um, bonus material, bonus material, and all the our other content on there. Access to our Discord, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But enough of that. Let's introduce our guests sitting under me in my Zoom screen. Uh, the very funny Alan Pintal. Hi, Alan. Hi. Thanks for having me. Thank you for being here. Um, I am just now noticing. Are you, is your bed shoulder level or is that your bed behind you? Yeah. So is your chair it low is or is your bed high? Pretty high. The high bed. It is pretty high. Like I'm five feet and I have to like climb into bed or jump in. <laughs> uh, is that, uh, is because you wanted storage underneath or just you ended up with a high bed? Um, that, and I also have like a three inch mattress topper. Um, and I also wanted it high so my dog couldn't jump into bed with me in the middle of the night. Oh. oh. Smart. She has to be invited on. That's that's much better than my situation. My <laughs> bed is low because my dog has gotten older, and I do let her in mm-hmm. bed, and uh, it became harder for her to jump into it. But it was high. I had the same thing. High bed, storage underneath, mattress topper, the whole nine yards. I kind of like being up high. It feels uh, fancy. Me too. Right? Oh, yeah. Was it Princess yeah. and the Pea? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. The fanciest. I, yeah. I honestly feel like I think about that story a lot. I don't know what it means to me, but I think about Princess and the Pea often. Uh, yeah. Do you ever think of the musical? I mean, the physics of it are insane. Yeah. Is, is it, <laughs> that's what your problem with it was, Alan, was the physics. Well, before we get more into yeah. Princess and the Pea, our other <laughs> guest today, Liz Adams. Hi, Liz. Hi. Hello. Ooh. Ooh. And Ooh. Alan, would you like to sing your hello, or was are you happy with? <laughs> oh, uh-huh. that's it. <laughs> Both impeccable range. <clears throat> I also wanted to make a ho comment, but I couldn't think of a good joke. Oh yeah, my co my co host ho coast oh, yes live at it. Um. <laughs> I'm just your ho. I'm just Alan's ho. Oh my god, Liz is my ho. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> No. Uh, I, I can't stop thinking about it. We've referenced it on the podcast, but I don't know if you all watched the um, documentary, The Last Dance, about Michael Jordan and the Chicago Bulls. But I did not watch it. There's a lot of practice footage of Michael Jordan from that era, and he calls people hoes a lot. And it is so weird to see in, like, 1996 his trash Is that, like, a Chicago talk. thing, I wonder? Uh, or just, like, Michael Jordan is particularly, like... Slut shamey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think it's the latter. I think it's just that he's like really aggressive, and that's an aggressive thing to say to someone during mm-hmm. a practice. Yeah. I think about it now every time I and I hear the word ho. Um Well after okay. we saw that documentary, you were saying it a lot on the court when we would play on Sundays. Yeah, I'd say it on the court a ton. I, I do uh, <laughs> say it um I play Fortnite with some friends. And I will throw ho out if somebody like kills us. I'll be like, ah, oh, that ho. I think it's my like. Mm. I think ho is a really funny insult when you're not actually talking about someone's promiscuity. Yeah, like, it's pretty mm-hmm. funny. I think mm-hmm. the there are certain words that are funny to me because I have never used it to mean what it actually like is meant to mean in a derogatory way. So it's just so funny to like throw around because it doesn't feel like it hurts anyone's feelings. Right. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, it's also just a soft word. Oh. Yeah, there's no oh. hard plosives. There's no like yeah. k in it or anything like that or t. Well, it did it did hurt my feelings quite a bit at the top of the show. So <laughs> for whatever that's worth, Ryan, I'm very sorry. It's okay <laughs> that you're such a hoe. Oh, oh my god! No, you know what? Honestly, it felt better that time. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Um, uh, Princess in the Pea reminds me that I was in a uh, the musical uh, Once Upon a Mattress in high school. Are you all familiar with that musical? No. Cool. It is like the the musical retelling of that story, but with a lot of other characters. And I honestly don't. You know. Go ahead. Liz. I was thinking about the Princess and the Pea the other day, and I was like trying to get it straight, and I was like. Because I, I haven't Googled it in a long time. So wait, it was the princess, right? It was like a prince and like his mom wanted to find a wife for him. And so she made all these girls sleep on like a hundred mattresses and put a pee under it, right? Is that what it was? Well, the version I had when I was a kid was just like, I think it was like a peasant girl comes to the castle looking for shelter or like claims to be a princess. And so like the pee was like the test to see if she was really a princess because of course her skin would be so soft. That she would feel it. Oh, because uh, in my in my head also that princess was a scammer and she put a bowling ball underneath it. I remember the bowling <laughs> oh ball God. as well. Is oh. that, what is this like? Yeah, what's the moral of the story? I have no idea. Oh. I think the moral is scam. Yes, it feels like the moral of the story is be a complainer. Mm. <laughs> like, like I don't I know. I had it in a book, and I'm like looking on my bookshelves to see if I still have it. Oh my god! My oh, yeah. oh my gosh! <laughs> Get Alan, it. No pressure, but I hope she wants to read it to us, like a teacher, Please. where she like turns yes. the pages for us oh, and does the voices. I love doing that. Maybe instead of doing any improv, we just do story time. Okay. I think people I would any... actually enjoy that. Oh no, I do. Think I think I so have, too. I have kid books. Do you? Yeah. Why do you both still have kids' books around just for fun? <laughs> well, I have a nephew. Okay. And so you'll he comes into your house or you like read him over Zoom? Um, oh, I should read him over Zoom. Um, when he comes over, but uh-huh. it's been a while since he's been over because COVID. Of course. Right. So Alan, is this oh, Here we go. I found it. Amazing. Yeah, I think it is just like a girl comes in and is like, "I need I need shelter, but I'm also a princess. And so they like make her sleep on the mattresses with a pee underneath. But yeah, there's no bowling ball in my version. Uh-huh. Dang. And now what is this book? Is this a book of many fairy tales? It is. It's one I've had since I was a kid. Oh, that's Ooh. so cute, Alan. Yeah. I love that. What other stories are in there? Ooh, there's the three little pigs. Uh-huh. The classic. This and the pea. Rapunzel. Classic. The elves and the shoemaker. <laughs> oh, I've never heard that one. <laughs> it's like where the elves make the shoes in the middle of the night. <laughs> a couple of them, they ran out. They needed like a 12 story, but they didn't have any ideas. So they're like, uh. yeah, they're like, yeah, what is it? Shoes, shoes. Old fairy tales and shoemakers. <laughs> <laughs> or, or shoes in general. They really love like cobblers. shoes. Yeah. Lots yeah. Of cobblers. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I think it's just fun to draw those little shapes. Mm. (laughs) And then there was like the lady that lived in the shoe also. Yeah, that old lady lived in a shoe. Mm -hmm. Old ladies, Mm -hmm. shoes, witches feel like fairy tale. Obviously princesses. I don't know. I'm just Mm. saying things. We're going to figure out fairy tales today. (laughs) We're going to get to the bottom of this. Yes. Do you all? What do they mean? Do you all think you could write a fairy tale like a good fairy tale? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, Liz, Liz I, it feels like everyone should be able to. But there, it's weird because there were really only a few that we all know. Mm-hmm. So, like, there should be millions, but there are just some that have stood the test of time. What's the deal with the fairy tale? It has to have like a big moral, right? That's a good question. I don't know. Not what makes always, because some of the real ones are kind of messed up like airy like the little mermaid the real one is actually really fucked up cinderella is really fucked up like the actual real original story and then disney watered it down because they were like right well it's not fun if you know <laughs> right they die at the end so uh, let's do, make it that they get married and they're happy <laughs> <laughs> right do they die at the end of those ones and the little mermaid she uh like the eric guy the prince doesn't marry her and then she just watches him marry some other girl and then she turns into sea foam at the end 
It's so really? sad. Oh my gosh. Well, so, so I think the moral of that is don't change yourself for a man. Right. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Look at that. Liz, you're already writing them. You get it. I get it. Um, I wonder. I, I I wonder if we could talk through. This could be incredibly boring and not what the show is. I'll, I'll give that caveat. <laughs> but could we create together a fairy tale right now? Do you think? Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, like mm-hmm. with all the usual tropes or like something completely new. Yeah, I think you got to start with tropes and then see what, mm-hmm. like how Frozen kind of turns the whole trope of needing a man on its head, where True Love's kiss is from her sister. Or true, an act of true love. That's what it was. I was like, I don't remember the sisters kissing. <laughs> yeah, I think you watched a weird version. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, cold. Yeah, uh, cold. Just cold. <laughs> they punched it down a little bit. <laughs> um, Should we try one? Should do you we want just, to like, try improvise it? a fairy tale, whatever let's that means? Freaking do it! Let's, let's try do it. it. Ooh, yeah, let's do it. That's what improv's all about, baby. Yeah. By the way, Hosen would have been a good one. Hosen. We're going to literally just like narrate through one. This will probably so, yeah, cut start, this part. Where start I'm with Once Upon a Time. And just see what we can do. Yeah, just act it out, I guess. Sure. Right. Um, <laughs> once Upon a Time... There was a princess who lived in the dank basement of her family's castle. The princess stayed in the basement, dreaming of the day her family would let her see the sunlight. But as it always was in her family, you couldn't see the sun till the family found you somebody to marry. (laughs) Every day in the basement, she could see... The sun peeked through a tiny window and hit a wall, but she was not allowed on that side of the room to get any of the sun. She could only see what it looked like hitting a picture, a picture of a man without a face. (laughs) Every day she would see little feet walking by the little window where the sun peeked through and wonder... Are those the feet of my future love? She learned to judge people specifically by their shoe choices, their laces, the shape of their feet, the size of their feet. Was this man today the one that would be her one? Desperate to see more of the outside, she used her fingers to try and scrape away at the hole to make it bigger to see if she could see at least just an inch more of everyone's feet. Maybe an ankle. Maybe a calf. Oh dear, is that a a gopher? Is that a gopher down there? What is scratching yes, what at is the that? ground below me? What is kick that gopher? Uh, 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 hang on, hang on. We can't always be kicking the gopher, Prince Adam, okay? Uh, uh, well, if a are... gopher gets near my new shoes, I want it dead. I want it beheaded <laughs> and I want it killed immediately. My brother, with an attitude like that, You'll never remarry. Ow! (laughs) Okay, you just kicked the... I just said don't kick the gopher. Hey, (laughs) stop kicking me. I'm not a gopher. I'm a person, you hoe. (laughs) Oh, yeah, right. Dump some fertilizer down there and let's keep going on our way. Dear brother, if we dump fertilizer on every inconvenience we go past, we will be out of fertilizer and father's fertilizer farm will be no more. I don't care if the whole kingdom smells like shit. Put fertilizer anywhere that I am unhappy. Uh, uh, down there, whoever made that noise, forgive my brother. I'm sorry, are you some sort of prisoner? Uh, no, I'm I'm just a princess, and I'm not allowed to come out and see the sun until my parents find me a man to marry. Oh, that's totally normal, right? Um, I think we've heard of your family. So they dumped some <laughs> shit down the hole and were on their way. They walked along the path up towards the front of the castle, where they saw the king and the queen looking down from above. You there? What have you in that barrel of yours? 
Uh, we have a, a tiny bit of... How, how, first, let me ask you this. How do your plants grow? Oh, our plants grow mighty green and tall and strong. Okay. Well, that's good. We were, we, we were hoping to help you grow them even taller and greener and stronger. For in this wheelbarrow, or barrel, with a wheel on the front of it, we're calling it a wheelbarrow, we have fertilizer, and this shall grow anything from near or far to the heights never seen in this kingdom before. Ah, well, maybe you can bring some in and just, we'll just store it in our basement. We've been meaning to fill it up. (laughs) if you have enough fertilizer to fill up an entire basement. I'm sorry. Uh, please don't uh, consider this disrespect as we have just met. Uh, but I wonder if perhaps you are treating your daughter in that basement a little improperly. And uh, to me, that is not how a princess should be treated. It's not how my lovely wife and potential future princess of our kingdom would be treated. Just then, the goofy talking dog that the king trusts <laughs> with his life enters. Hey! <laughs> What's up? Oh, yes! Oh, so good to see you! What's going on? Oh, nothing. We're just talking to these guys. They're selling some stuff out there. With, I guess they're calling it fertilizer. What's up with you? Oh, I'm going to rub my body all over it. Oh, I knew you would. <laughs> um, <laughs> Your Majesty, we've heard tell of the uh, magic in this kingdom, but a, a talking dog is not a, not a thing we've ever experienced. Sure, a talking baby, a talking adult, but a dog, how did you ever get this to happen? Yes, well, as fun as this dog is, it's actually been placed under a curse. The curse? We better get out of here. Listen, I've already gotten divorced this month, and I do not want to get married again or cursed by another dog. Oh, hey, wait a minute. Uh, a queen. Uh, what? Maybe this guy could marry your daughter, and then we could get her out of that basement. I think that's a genius idea from the dog. I trust this dog with my life. I'd hate. Thanks, King. I'd hate to speak up here, but in, uh, between you and I, and I'm sure you've seen it, my brother is incredibly rude. Uh, he just said he doesn't want to remarry. Maybe the dog isn't so smart about this right now. Hey, fuck you, guy. <laughs> okay. Yeah, my dog's got a vibe about you. Okay, don't hit the dog. It's not bad enough to hit a dog, but this one can speak. So the men left, leaving a little bit of fertilizer as a treat for them to sample. They walked along the road looking for the next inn to sell their wares. Meanwhile, the king and the queen had a large dinner right in front of their daughter who was stuck in the dungeon. (laughs) (laughs) I bet you want some of this, don't you? Mom, Dad, please. Can I just eat some chicken? What do you think, honey? Here. Have this small piece that I've ripped off from the underside of the chicken. Yes, just have a little piece. (laughs) You can have just a little piece of chicken. Oh, thank you. Have you found a husband for me yet? I want to get out of this basement. It smells and I'm cold and I'm very dirty. Well, actually, the dog had a brilliant idea today. (laughs) He said that we should marry you off to a man who was selling shit door to door. Anything would be better than this. Let's fucking do it. Okay. Well, then, we'll let you out of the basement, but they've already moved on to the next town. If you can catch up to him, then maybe you can marry him. I couldn't help but over here, sire, but I needed to go to the next town anyway to see the doctor. Perhaps your lovely daughter could ride with me. Uh, Who are you again? (laughs) 
Uh, this guy uh, looks kind of shady. No, 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 you yeah, don't you know me. Honey, do you want to ride with him? I don't think so. I- I'll take my chances on, on the road. I- I'll walk. It's fine. But it's all good, baby. It is all good. We'll ride. We don't have to talk. I'll just sing. I got my lute here. I'll sing a song for you, sire. Uh... So she walked along the road alone without this funny character. She went alone looking at every foot she passed. Is that foot good enough for me? Is that foot good enough for me? Or am I just supposed to catch the man selling the fertilizer? <laughs> Could be either one. Excuse me, can I look at your feet for a second? I, uh, it's, I'm sorry. Hello. Uh, let me check on those feet. Uh, excuse me, but I don't let just anyone look at my feet. First, you must buy one of my lovely coats. <laughs> Oh, okay. Um, how much are they? Seven hundred and fifty pence. Okay. Okay. I don't know how much that is. Oh wow! Look at this bag of gold, and uh, here's my feet. Oh, so nasty. the woman looked at his feet and said, "Nasty." <laughs> not the kind of foot she's looking to marry. You're not the one. There's way too much fungus on this foot. Okay. Ouch. I got a foot. I got a foot right over here. You're oh, just going to have to foot. eat one of these fish that I sell. Okay, sure. 750 pence. Okay, here's a bag of gold. Okay, and here are my feet. <laughs> what do you think? Hmm. Lukewarm on the feet, it looks like. <laughs> well, <laughs> they're a little funny. Funny? Funny how? Oh, you know, not like funny haha, but funny like, hmm. <laughs> yes, I know. They're <laughs> peculiar in an undescribable way. <laughs> next! <laughs> so the oh. next bus came on in, and the next contestant got out of the carriage. Hey, uh... We got a bus full of guys and over here you wanna look at all our feet? I'd love to. Yeah, you wanna look at all our feet? Wanna look at all our feet? Yeah, let me check them all out. All right. Hi, hey. my, my oh go ahead. Hey, my name's uh uh D'Artagnan. <laughs> I have ten toes, and that's true. Okay. Uh sounds good so far. Let me see those babies. Here you go. Meanwhile, outside the next bus, one of the producers was talking to her boss. <laughs> I just, I'm always a producer of the next bus, but I never get to show my own feet. One day I would love to cast myself on this show. Well, Toots, you're in luck. <laughs> this bus is one contestant short, and I need to fill it up to make time. Really, you Tex? Get over there and show your feet on this day, but you better not let us down. <laughs> okay, uh, wow, that's so much pressure. I, I wish I could... Uh, I wish my parents were here to support me. So let me just... Okay, I, I'll get on, I'll get on, I'll get on. Okay, okay. So the producer hops on a bus and put their mic pack down so that they could fit in with the rest of the contestants right in the foot line as the young princess made her way down the line one by one. All these mediocre feet. Uh, when will hey, my... I'm right here. Oh, sorry. I live alone, so uh, I'm not good with people. At least you didn't throw up when she looked at yours. <laughs> Sorry about that. Oh, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have done the show. I knew what I had coming. <laughs> Wait a minute. What are these? Oh, I, I shouldn't be here. No one would want to be with a, a reality TV story producer. <laughs> no I don't even know what I'm doing on this bus. Wait. What? Your feet are phenomenal. Well, it's because all I do all day is wear comfortable shoes and walk back and forth <laughs> making sure that these fucking losers are just... <laughs> Not eating the wrong food and being polite. I've never so, seen such amazing feet. Uh, really? The producer and the young woman 
hug in love (laughs) (laughs) and walk outside of the bus on the way back to the castle, sure that their true foot love will be enough for the parents' (laughs) approval uh, to her ascent. For her to ascend out of the basement and into her rightful throne on the castle. Oh, look at you two walking by. Well, I'm heading back to the castle. If y'all want to ride, I can get you. I saw my doctor and all is, uh, well, we're waiting for some tests. So we'll see what's up. But uh, feel free to hop on the old carriage. Uh, I'm good. Um, It's a long walk. It's pretty stormy out there. No, 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 no. All right. Well, see you at the castle. <laughs> so the producer and the woman walked in a downpour of rain, even though they had a ride to the castle. And they shivered and were cold and had to find a shelter in a nearby tree. And get up in this tree. And then they kept moving because the rain had passed. Who cares about the tree part? Hang on, I'm alive. I'm alive if you want to do something over here. All right, see you later. So they left the dumb tree part that wasn't necessary in the first generation, and they make it back to the edge of the castle where the parents are gleefully awaiting, expecting the young woman and the shit man. Okay, so just before we meet my parents, I have to tell you that they're like total psychos and they like locked me in the basement for my whole life until I can find someone to marry, but they're also really rich. So, you know. Okay. Well, you know, everybody's parents are a little crazy. I mean, my dad won't take his shoes off when he goes on to um, planes. You know, That's pretty he, normal. He fights with the okay. Uh, no, no, but, but when he gets on the plane, he will not take his shoes off. He won't put his feet up or anything like that. Very normal. Again, so no worries. Okay. Uh, um, well, I, I'm sorry that you had to deal with your parents like that. And honestly, money is not that important to me. It, it, uh, for me, it's all about love. And I, you like my feet, so I love you. Oh my honey, gosh. honey, who is this man she brought home? He does not look like the fertilizer king. Hi, Mom and Dad. Um, your Highnesses. Um, this is... What's your name again? Um, um, Monica. This is Monica. And we're you in love. You know the name? How can this yes. be true love? Prove it. Prove it. Um, okay, well... Do you want to... Fuck? <laughs> yes. We'll prove it by having true love's fuck in front of your parents. <laughs> And as they fought, the curse on the castle was broken. The dog ate the humans, and the parents turned back into trees. To lift the curse, all they had to do was do true love's fuck in front of their parents. The end. The end. Yay. We did it. We sure did. We did Honestly, record that, transcribe it, let's sell it to Scholastic. True love spot. <laughs> That's right. That's like a fairy tale meets a uh, one of those romance novels. One of those. Yeah, know, you got a little steamy, steamy at the end. That's um, right. Thanks for joining us on that little experiment. Uh, <laughs> I had fun with that. That was really fun. Fun. <laughs> Yeah, I don't even know what to talk about now. Yeah, no, I feel like we have to do another big fairy tale or something. <laughs> uh, no, we don't have to. No, no we don't have to. We don't <laughs> have to. Out. Yeah, that feels good. That feels no, good. no, no, that was enough. That was good. We did good. <laughs> it was good. We can't talk true love spot. That's the going to do the opposite of a fairy tale now. The opposite <laughs> the of a, you know, What is the opposite of a fairy tale? Mm. Uh, true crime? New, the news. <laughs> the news. <laughs> Yeah, the news. Yeah, are y'all? You guys uh, watch the news? Like the local news? Yeah. Does anybody like watch news? No. When it's like the last time I remember kind of watching it was I was at a Chinese restaurant and it was just like on while I was waiting for my takeout like years ago, and I hadn't watched it forever. And it was so scary and sad. Every story was like stuff you never hear about that was just like, in Montebello today, a guy ripped his friend's head off. It also is like broadly written. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just like that. 
But I will say today, uh, I did watch Tis the Season for End of the the Year news bloopers. Oh. Uh, And those are such a delight to watch. Do you all ever watch those? Yeah, they do like a 2020 best of or something, right? Oh, they're so fun. I wasn't aware of this phenomenon. They, they, they started like going viral. I mean, news bloopers have been viral forever, but like the, the end of the year one started a couple years ago. And it they're supremely fun to watch because it's it's like that laughing at a funeral type thing or like it's that feeling of like, or even like, I think for us, maybe the more relatable is like, if you've ever been like in the audience at an improv show and like with your friends started laughing about something else during like a bad show, and then you kind of have to like stifle your laughter. Never happened to you? Uh, <laughs> just specific me and Ryan experience. Wow, rude! You guys are so rude. I'm we so are. sorry. We are. Um, but it's that thing where they like start laughing on the air because somebody misspoke, and then it's like it's just kind of <laughs> joyful to watch 45 seconds of people like really trying to keep it together, but they can't because somebody just said like balls by accident or whatever. Right. <laughs> and newscasters are so fake anyway that it's so hard to snap back into like well we were here today at the like it's so impossible when you're laughing to pretend that that's how you actually are yes it's always very fun i gotta check that out that reminds me it my senior year of high school i was part of the team that like did the morning announcements (gasps) Someone, someone like messed with the teleprompter and like i remember watching it and we got in so much trouble because the guy who was reading the announcements just like read was was on it, but he, he like knew it was wrong and just went, don't forget to buy your tickets to the senior balls are juicy. And then <laughs> cut away. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, did you guys get to like control what was on the announcements? Like, did you guys make them funny? And like, was that part, was it part of class or something? Um, no, we got the announcements and we were supposed to just read them. The only leeway we got was like with the news. We had like a weather girl who was like trying to make it fun and funny, <laughs> but everything else was supposed to be like pretty straightforward. Right. Mm. Cool. That's that is very funny to just as a high schooler do the news. Yeah. <laughs> uh, especially like, were you funny in high school? Like, as someone who does comedy, to just be uh, doing straight <laughs> like news. Well, like. I tried to take it seriously. Like, I wanted to, like, actually do it, but, like, no one else really did. Like, we were kind of the fuck-around class that, like, no one liked how we delivered the news. <laughs> and no like, one liked it. Everybody was no, like, was really I bad. have a complaint. <laughs> yeah. This is a journalism <laughs> high school. There was, like, some teachers who would, like, not even play the news in the morning because they didn't like how we did it. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Haters. Yeah. There was, like, one girl right before we were about to go on air. She was like, Alan, make me laugh so I'm laughing when I read the news. I'm like, what? <laughs> Just read it straight. <laughs> make me laugh is so funny. Break me. Break me. Uh, I love that high school drama. We had a similar thing where there was this kid in our high school, Justin Mashouf, who I think is a, I think he's like a documentary filmmaker or editor right now. But he would, he was in AV club and made all of them. And like, I remember they made this like long three minute video of one of the teachers hitting him with a car, like a a joke thing. And there was like drama of like the, some teachers were mad at that teacher and were like, the news is supposed to be serious in the morning. And it's like, right. What are you informing us of other than like prom tickets are on sale now? (laughs) We had, we had like morning announcements that are, there was a broadcasting class at our school. So they did for part of the year, they did video announcements and they got to do it as like a fun project to learn how to broadcast and stuff. So they put a bunch of comedy sketches and things like that into it. And there was a mini, I don't know what you want to call it, like fight between the administration and the class over like censorship. And they were like, you can't do certain things or whatever. And in this big protest, I remember they made a whole episode that was in all black and white and like very boring and whatever, as if to say, like, <laughs> they took our voice away from us. And it was like, you know, seven, like privileged 17 year olds being like, you can't. We're sending a message. It was very funny. I don't. I don't really remember a lot from high school. No. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, I feel like I'm. I was trying to think like, oh, what did our news do? And I, I straight up can't remember if we even had news announcements. I relate to that a little bit. Like a lot of people remember really specific stuff 
from school and I, I feel the same about a lot of it. Like, I don't know what I was doing, but there are little stories that stick with me. Like the one I told, yeah. like, what, do you, what is your memory of high school? I don't know. I went, I know I went. Okay. <laughs> For it happened. sure. I went to high school. I went to Mm-mm. two high schools. Okay. <laughs> well, sounds fake. Sounds fake. <laughs> like you, like you moved. Yeah, yeah. New- I went to two at the same time. <laughs> that was fun. That's why you don't remember. You were busy. <laughs> I was so busy. No, I was like really active too. I was like in NHS and in clubs and like student council. I was so mm-hmm. annoying. Oh my god. Was that, that stuff too? To get into like a good college or just to, to yeah, stay it busy? looks good on your college applications. You know. Were you happy with the college you went to? Because I feel like I did a lot of stuff for college. And then I went to like a state school. Like I went to a state school. I wanted to go to a UC school. So I grew up in Michigan and I wanted to go to a UC school. And my mom didn't want me to do that. And so I actually went to Michigan State and then I transferred to Minnesota. So I also went to two colleges. Nice. Um, and to school is. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> I was just, I have a, my, my young life was very crazy. I wanted to be, I, I used to be really religious. I grew up really, really religious in the church and I wanted to be uh, a missionary. <laughs> I wanted to go to seminary school. And so I started off at Michigan State and then I went, I came to LA to do this program that's like for missionaries. And my mom and dad, after that, it was like um like an eight month program that I was I was doing and then my mom and dad were like, okay, we'll come home and finish school. And I was like, I want to be a missionary. And my mom was like, that's cool. We're cutting you off then. So I was like, I'm going back to school. <laughs> right. They didn't want you to be a missionary? No. My mom was like, pastors don't make any money, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Usually it's like the other way. Usually your parents are pushing you to like do the religious thing. And they're like, we will cut you off if you follow well, the Lord. Well, I don't know if I, I think that because we... We were just like really involved in the church and Korean churches specifically are so like so dramatic. And my mom was just like there's she understood very well the politics mm-hmm. of being a pastor. And so she was just like, don't do that. And also she just didn't want me to do that. She was like, come home, finish school. So right. I went back to Minnesota. No, I went back to Michigan <clears throat> State and then I met this boy that lived in Minnesota. So I transferred schools. And I finished college at Minnesota. And then all of it, I was just like, why did I even go to college? It was so dumb. (laughs) (laughs) What did I learn? I don't remember a single freaking thing. Right. Um, And now I'm like, I want to be an actor. I shouldn't have gone to school anyway. Mm -hmm. And what what was the, unless you're still religious. No. No. Was it like a gradual shift or were you away from it? Yeah, I think so. It was very gradual. Like I just kind of grew up. I think I just grew up. I was yeah. really young when I went. I was like 20. I am I am because I didn't have a lot of convictions growing up as a kid. I was very much like malleable and just trying to fit in, I think. I I think it's very interesting and also kind of funny, like especially super like religious kids, super conservative kids. There's something that makes me laugh about it because it's like an, a point of view that that you, is hard to understand enough to be passionate enough to want to convince everybody. Uh, mm-hmm. And so I remember we had like these two kids that wore like Bush, uh, Bush Chaitin shirts around the school when Bush won. And they were like so funny to me because it's just like. What yeah, you, what I think I just I didn't know enough about the world and I just got more and more liberal with each new like encounter in the real world because mm-hmm. the midwest where i grew up is a very like affluent suburb and there's just like not a lot of real world there or like i wasn't exposed to a lot of different types of people it was very homogenous it was very white and then um when i went to college i like started making friends with like lgbtq people and then i was like oh church doesn't like you oh shoot that's not cool and then i would like meet other people and then you know gradually i think i just ended up now where i'm just like burn it all down (laughs) 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 um my thank 
goodness, my mom doesn't listen to podcasts, though, because I still tell her I go to church. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Do you think you will ever? Well, now I can't, but. <laughs> you tell her that you would if you could. Oh, yeah. Do you think you'll and ever tell to. her that you don't? Mm, I don't know. Mm. Does she need to know that? I don't know. Right. I don't think she needs to know. My brother knows. He had. He, we had a talk. My brother is super religious, too. And we had a talk about it. And he was he was cool about it. He was like, all right, well, I'll pray for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just told you I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not that I don't care. I'm not like atheist. I'm just yeah. not, uh, you know, I'm just not where I used to be. Mm, sure. Not who I used totally. to be. <laughs> uh, I'll pray for you. I mean, if we talked about this on 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 mic before, Ryan, <laughs> about know. how like I don't think that it's like uh, inconceivable. It's like I don't think that means what you think it means when you're saying it to me. I don't think mm-hmm. it's I'm receiving it the way that you think. It's not as nice as you think it is to say. Yeah, it doesn't mean the same thing to both of us. Yeah, like I think yeah. for me, I, I it is nice. It okay. is a nice gesture because I have that background. So even though I don't necessarily pray anymore. I appreciate that other people would right. pray for me because I, I, I know the intention behind it means they care. Right. Right. It's a nice benefit of the doubt to give, to be like, yeah, great. Unless it's like nice. there is also like passive aggressive. Like That's kind of what I'm, I'll yeah. pray for you. Yeah. yeah. Praying for you, girl. <laughs> That's like what my family is like. Oh my gosh, Alan. <laughs> my family is still very conservative, religious <laughs> Filipinos. Um, one time my aunt came to watch a show of mine when I did SF Sketchfest, Um, and like, I was so aware of her being in the audience that like, I tried to be as clean as I could. So like afterwards <laughs> she was like, I'm so glad you didn't say anything dirty <laughs> during your show. Which is mm. crazy because Alan, <laughs> that is very different from how you normally <laughs> improvise. <laughs> yeah, Cause like there was like a couple years before, I think I posted something where I cursed and then she like did the thing where she DM me and she was like, you don't need to use curse words. Okay. I'll pray for you that you'll stop using those. <laughs> <What? Wow, yeah. laughs> you can just ask me, I guess. <laughs> right. God is the third person between us. <laughs> God will fix you. I will make him. <laughs> um, hey. Uh, uh, hi, everybody. Um, I know I'm, you all came to see me do a reading of my book tonight. Um, yeah. And thanks so much for being fans and thanks for buying the book. Uh, you know, it's, I, I appreciate the support. Um, I have some family in the crowd that i'm happy to see um and uh i'm just gonna, we'll, we'll do a q a after and i'm just gonna hop into the book proud of you bud um I'm so excited to hear his new book okay me too i hope uh, there's no profanity no not our little boy uh the passion uh of arnold and lily D.B. Cockmaster. Um, Is that his pen name? It must be. Um, I don't love that. Mm. Um, Sorry. uh, Sorry, I'm just a little distracted here. I'm going to read the book. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and read through the book. Um, Come on, Cockmaster, do it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm the biggest fan, dude. Most of us know exactly what you're here to do. (laughs) Yes, we all know. I'm one of the um, most prominent (laughs) Beloved by young men, <laughs> romance writers. Yeah. yeah, you are. Get me hard, dude. <laughs> books taught me how to read. Hey, it's, that's great to know. It's You're honestly the only book I've ever had an interest in. Thank you. Okay, my buddy over here is crying about it. Wow. Uh, well, and it's for you I do this for, so let me let me pop right in. Um, Strange audience. Oh, they're very vocal. Arnold woke up from another one of those dreams. As he looked down, he noticed his um, knees were hard. Uh, He's always hard. Uh, uh, they were so far so hard, and he turned over to his wife Lily, who hadn't made his 
knees hard for years. He looks down at her. (gasps) Yeah? What do you think he says to Lily? (laughs) Big uh, uh, pillow. (laughs) I'm liking this so far. Yeah, I have a really large pillow. (laughs) I know, I've seen that pillow. It's beautiful. Oh, thank you, honey. And he dreamt back to years ago when he used to shove his face in that pillow day or night before him and Lily were married, before she'd given birth to their kids. It was hard. when they were horny. Uh, Yeah, yeah, okay. (laughs) Or maybe not. Uh, Right, right, Grandma, maybe not. Um... (laughs) Uh, it, 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 um, it, it, after she died his kids, it was hard for him to see her as a section <gasps> of a, <gasps> a section of his oh. life that made him happy. Happy. Boring. Okay. Keep motherfucking. <clears throat> yeah, skip ahead a few chapters. Hang on. Aunt Carol. <laughs> okay okay so some of my family does like that part all right. yeah, honey, I can't do you, mean? Just do you be know myself. what happens later in a few chapters <laughs> um <clears throat> i'm just trying to you know encourage encourage him um okay uh well you know i am a little encouraged by aunt carol and i will step, skip forward a few chapters uh arnold walked into his boss's office Something always turned him on about uh, a woman in power. He looked at her dress and saw her uh, uh, plump. Uh, I'm honestly scared to say it because if I say it, these guys are going to explode. Fucking say it! Carol, she plump. Our plump bosoms. That's my nephew! I beg your pardon. I beg your pardon, sir. You sit down and you close that book. You close that book right now, Mr. C Master. This is not what we taught you. Okay. I, I'm sorry. You know what, Rick? Maybe you could learn a thing or two from this book, all right? I can't remember the last time you put your hard knees on my big pillow. Honey, I thought we weren't doing hard knees anymore. <laughs> Aunt Carol well, is this and Uncle like Rick. an act out of the book? No, this is real. Aunt Carol and Uncle Rick seem to be sexual. You know, I don't know what's going on in my body, but I'm really steamed up, hon. <laughs> oh, yeah, Good. you will. I know. Oh, yeah, he's getting steamed up, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. What are you going to do to each other? <laughs> yeah, say, say it out loud. Don't even do it. Say it and make you spell it, too. Arnold, stop. <laughs> <laughs> well, babe, if if what you've been looking for is a little more connection, then here, I'll rub my knee up against oh. your knee here in the bookstore. Hang on. I can do that. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not Uncle Rick. I don't know about this part. We're rubbing knees, <laughs> cockmaster. Yeah, I'm emboldened now. You're the cockmaster, and I'm the butt man. <gasps> or, Rick, I never that, knew you felt that way. I love your bottom, honey. <sighs> I've always loved it. Oh my God, he's talking about her body. Yes, it's plump and rotund and ample, and I just can't wait to take you home and. Disrobe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, what's under the, the robe, dude? What, what are you gonna see when you disrobe, my man? What? Arnold. <laughs> Arnold. Sorry, Dad. <laughs> Babe, what do you think? Should we follow our son's lead and get out of here to disrobe? Let's do it. Everybody, we're going home to Coitus. No. <laughs> Wow, it was like a, the book came to life. Book, I saw the book happening. This guy oh. is a genius. I have never seen a live act out like this. Oh. Um, okay, everybody, thanks for coming to Barnes & Noble. Um, that's the end of the reading. There's 
some treats, some lemon squares and coffee over there, and then uh, move on out for the next reading. Have a caramel macchiato for Seth. <laughs> okay, scene, scene, scene. Good at it, Liz. Good at it. Thank you. Thank you. All right. <laughs> oh, that was another fun one. Hey, we're having a blast. We are sure having a blast. I'm gonna, we do. Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say, I didn't want that one to be dirty, but I'm the one that made all the choices. So what, who can I blame <laughs> but myself? You made some choices. I mm-hmm. did. Had to get there. Liz and Alan, that's the show. We did it. Uh, thank you so much. This was a blast. I enjoyed yeah. hearing that fairy tale and all totally. the scenes. Um, yeah, thanks for being here. Uh, Alan, if you have anything uh, you'd like to plug uh, where people can find you online or anything you're working on and stuff like that, let us know. Oh, yeah. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at HeyAllen, H-E-Y-A-L-L-Y-N. I think on Twitter there's an underscore afterwards. And also follow my show, Filipino AF. I think we're going to try and put together a Christmas show in December. So follow us for fun stuff. Awesome. Uh, They can find Filipino AF if they follow you on social media. Yeah. You can also just uh, search Filipino AF show and follow us on all socials there. Awesome. And Liz? Um, I'm on the internet. Um, I have great SEO, so you can feel free to Google me, Liz Adams, L-I-Z-Z, Adams. Um, I'm Liz on Twitter, L-I-Z-Z, and I'm Liz Party on Instagram. And I'm also in season two of Dead to Me, if you guys haven't seen that. So check that out. Awesome. I'm sorry, what's SEO mean? Search engine optimization. So it's basically Uh. where you show up in search results. I am First page, baby. Wow. Oh, How did you do that? Nice. Just by, by being popular? Yeah, I'm just so, so cool. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, And your dog, Potato. Is Potato your dog's name? I forgot already. Yeah, Potato also has an Instagram. It's Mr. Potato Pup, M-R Potato Pup. Uh, feel free to give him a follow. Like this <laughs> comment. Uh, subscribe to my channel. <laughs> Share it with your friends. Absolutely. Shout out the dog channel for sure. Um, he has great uh, SEO too. If you type the word potato into Google, he's the first twenty results. Wheels. Wheels. Sorry, Irish Wheels. people. Um, uh, again, it's patreon.com backslash you're the man now dog. If you would like to support us on there, catch uh, the extended bonus version of this episode, the video, all our other extra content, um, all our subscribers this month got the early news of the big grande website drop so stuff like that you get all the information Ooh. before everyone else and that's biggrandewebsite.com for the new big grande podcasts last resort and exit 42 if you want to um buy those from us anything else ryan i think that's it dan thank you thank you it was great to see you liz and alan uh, it's been a while this is such a fun show yeah Yay. thanks guys that was a blast oh, so fun. have a good one and thanks for listening everybody bye bye, bye. bye.